Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Jumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. <laughs> The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah. Oh. Sorry, we were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Forward, prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Hello and welcome to another episode of the Old Lady Speaks podcast on the Fans First Sports Network. I'm your host, Danny, coming to you for episode 170. 170. Nice, nice sounding number. So if you want to listen to this episode, as well as previous ones, feel free to subscribe on your favorite podcasting platform, whether it is Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or Google Podcasts. If you do listen on Apple Podcasts or Spotify, feel free to give us a nice five-star rating and review. So we are back after looking back at the transfers talking about the games so let me bring in here sam lapressi hello sam 170 a nice round number <laughs> that's right that's right uh no chucks again unfortunately this time around so we've got sergio romero hello sergio hey fellas happy happy to be here as always 170 that's uh crazy crazy that that we have managed to to make enough of these and, and that enough of people keep listening to them so that's that's pretty right. good shout out to to everyone Yes, shout out to the listeners, shout out to uh, to everybody who has helped us uh, have our, our best month ever in August. Let me just throw that out there in terms of listenership. So uh, we appreciate y'all as always. So as we know, uh, international break is almost over when this podcast drops, only a few days technically to go before Juventus and Lazio play in Turin on Saturday night. So it has been an interesting a uh, few days here during the international break in terms of injuries. I think the biggest one, well, there were two big, big injury news. They were maybe not as bad as people were originally fearing, but it suddenly casted doubt into two of Juventus's uh, two best players. That is Paul Pogba, which I guess at this point, injury news is not surprising around him. And then Federico Chiesa had to leave the Italy camp a couple of days before they took on North Macedonia. And let me just say, anytime you hear uh, injuries surrounding one of your best strikers, uh, and I guess we have to call him a striker now, unfortunately, is going to make your stomach a little queasy, isn't it, Samuel? Yeah. <laughs> and and also just because of, a you know, for a guy that has been so beset by this knee injury that hopefully he can shake this off and all the tests look like it's relatively minor and it's a you know judging by the state of the pitch in north macedonia that italy played on on saturday thank god he didn't play but they're they're now saying that he might be on the bench 
but I, I think that it does put a lot of spotlight on the two guys that can go in there in his place in either Arik Milik or Moisa Kane. I've seen reports that say that apparently if that if Chiesa can't go from the start, that Kane might be the pick, which I actually like. Yes. And, you know, going up against the Lazio team that has been weird this season, you know, losing to two of the potentially worst teams in the league to start out the season. And then they go, go into Naples and pull out a two to one win uh, right before the break. It's, it's a very up and down type of season so far for them. And, you know, the, the question of which Juventus is going, the, the question of which team is going to show up applies just as much for Lazio as it does for Juventus in this game, I think, because there's just, both teams have have just kind of fluctuated so much over the the first three rounds of the season. You know, depending on on who plays best is probably going to be the one that gets the win. Yeah, I think you know a lot of what we've seen early on for for Juventus this season has been generally positive. I think, but but it has been against you know soft par competition. So that that has been the 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 constant caveat, right, of, of the performances so far. It's like yeah, they they play good they had good stretches but it was against Udinese it was against you know uh Empoli like those are bad teams like how you know are they going to look like that against a, a, a better team and I think this is their first test this is their first test to show themselves against a team that is probably you know going to be competing with them for that top four spot for that you know uh perhaps a, a Scudetto run so uh, it's going to be interesting to see how how they actually match up against a, a, an increase in quality and increase in, in, in level of play Lazio, like I think, like Sam said, is you know has been kind of like up and down, has been uh, irregular as well. So it, it's going to be interesting. I think this is the first real season, real test of the season, and and I'm really looking forward to seeing them because I think obviously you know understanding that it's match day four, so obviously a lot of season left, but I think this is going to be the first real real test in which we know uh, whether this team is is for real and can actually compete against you know, compete for some some actual silverware this season. So uh, it's going to be really, really interesting to see. I think that, you know, talking about what you were saying, Sergio, about that competition level, if there's one thing about, about Juventus the last two or three seasons that has absolutely been an issue, it has been that they have played to the level of their competition. When the bad teams come in, they play like crap. When the good teams have come in... <laughs> You know, it 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 has not been out of the ordinary for them to suddenly have a fantastic game. Like you look at at the uh, the inter game, the first in, uh, both inter games really last year in the in the league at least, and there were other ones as well. And lot uh, playing Lazio the last couple of years has been like this as well. You know, Juventus will pop up and really take it to these better teams, even though they're struggling against the the crappy ones. Just because it it seems like they they need the they need the motivation, so that that's going to be very interesting to see if if that become if that cycle is also in effect uh, over the weekend. Yeah, and Juventus obviously, as, as Sam alluded to, has had the advantage over Lazio. I'm looking at it here: the last six meetings in all competitions, whether it's Serie A or Coppa Italia, Juve's won four and and lost one, and they've drawn the other one. Obviously, the most recent one was a was a two one win from Lazio, but you look at it, 
Juventus not all that much changed from when they played that game back in April. Uh, but we can safely say that Lazio, on top of their inconsistent start to say the least this season, they're also without one of their best players from last season, who is now in Saudi Arabia, and Sergei Milinkovic Savage. So while we still try and figure out what Lazio is, we're still kind of waiting uh, in a way for that Juventus of the first half from Udinese to show more of itself again as compared to what we've seen the last, the, the last, uh, or the, I guess the, the two subsequent games after that against Bologna and Empoli. So we'll, we'll see. I mean, that, that's the biggest thing. Not only are we, like Sam said, not only are we waiting for which real Juventus shows up again, the bigger wild card for me feels like, is it Lazio from the first couple of weeks or is it Lazio, is it Lazio that just beat the defending champions? Yeah, yeah, hundred percent. And and I do think that you know, with with the Empoli match, for example, which was uh, the the latest game before this one, you know, it 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 looked to me so essentially to me, I, I qualified, and you know, this is not gonna be, you know, this is the groundbreaking analysis you have been uh, dialing in, folks, for hundred and seventy episodes. But you know, to me, I think they've had two good games, which was the two wins, Udinese and Empoli, and a so-so game, which was the draw. So you know, that's that's a hard cutting analysis right there but in which and i think we all agree that they've been doing a lot of the same things like that it's not been a change in tactics uh you know it, it's it's been relatively the same team playing in those three games deploying the same tactics doing the same thing it's just that the 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 execution has been off right like it against udinese they were scoring every single chance they had Against Sampoli, they were really, really wasteful, but they, you know, they had enough chances that it didn't really matter in the end. And against Bologna, like it was a similar thing. Like they had chances, they just couldn't score them. So it's it's like I said, it's gonna be really, really interesting to see what happens when you're playing against a team in which can actually make you pay for those, you know, that that lack of execution. And you know, to me, this is the first big test, like I said before. Like, is is this Juventus team for real? beat Lazio, who I think is, is going to be a team that, that is going to be competing for stuff this season. I'm very interested to see what this new press is going to do against a Maurizio Sarri team. You know, you've got a couple of really good midfielders in there in Danilo Cataldi and Luis Alberto, who have the passing chops to break a press. The question is, will Juve be able to, to bring it home and force those kinds of turnovers? Because, you know, it's we, we've seen before a, a decent enough counter to Maurizio Sarri is to just kind of let him pass the ball lateral, let his guys pass the ball laterally until, you know, until there's an, until there's nowhere to go and get them on the break. I I don't want to see that, at least not at first. I do want to see this new, you know, the way that we've been playing, this more active way of playing and see if it can kind of throw a wrench into into the way Saudi plays his passing game cuz I, I i do think that it if if it's executed right you can really end up you know these with with so many short passes involved in in how Saudi builds up you can create some real havoc if you manage to get home on that press and and you can create some really interesting scoring opportunities like you said, Sergio, the question is execution. Can Juventus execute that press right to really cause Lazio problems? Or 
is Allegri not even going to just decide tactically to not even try and to just let Sadi pass the ball against a wall until he manages to to cook up something else? Yeah, just you know, you you look at the the way that Juve has beaten Lazio the last few years, and that's I mean, outside of the fact that we don't know if we're going to see the the Lazio from the first couple of weeks or the Lazio from from the Napoli win show up is it, it's ironic that now Juve have started to adopt these more of these uh, you know proactive tactics with the press and and the the underlapping runs that Chuck loves so much and and everything like that and the way Juve's beaten Lazio the last few times is kind of how Max likes to <laughs> to play more often than not in in previous years so I don't know that that's an interesting thing and that's definitely something that we need to really pay attention to because you know Luis Alberto picking apart picking you know whether it's Felipe Anderson or or Chiro Mobile you know picking passes out for those two guys in attack is really something that we we've seen uh, done against other teams plenty of times whether it's against Juventus last few years not so much and uh, I mean, you look at some of the passes that Luis Alberto has played already this season, and especially in, in the win over Napoli, and you're like, okay, well, no wonder why they were okay with letting Sergei Milinkovic Savage go to Saudi Arabia, not only for a big bag of money, but also because your midfield still has Luis Alberto in it. So yeah, and not only is it going to be Juve's first big test on the whole, it's also going to be a big test in midfield, because as we've seen, Juve's midfield this season has shown some good moments, but I feel like on the whole, they've had more bad than good. And uh, for a much maligned unit, not only from the last few years, but again, this season, the way that they've started, this is a big game for them to show that they can they can do some good things when uh, a lot of people are thinking that, eh, maybe not. With the Lucky Land slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandslots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Lucky Land Casino, asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car, before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Yeah, no, 100%. And it's also, you know, Juventus has had this reputation, not unwarranted, actually, but completely warranted that they can't beat the the good teams, right? I think every time uh, we lost a game against one of the quote-unquote big Italian teams last season, you know, up came the graphic again of like the last <laughs> yes. two years of, of Max Allegri-led matches and how he's done against, you know, quote-unquote big games or quote-unquote big matches. Uh, you know, and it's it's true. It's warranted. Like, it's not it, it's not even a spin, I think. Like, they just haven't been able to consistently beat the teams that are going to be competing for for titles and for silverware. And, and that's a, a 100% a problem. And, and, you know, it shows that they haven't been at the level. 
And I think, you know, coming out against Lazio and, and winning this one, and especially, you know, taking advantage of the fact that, you know, Inter and Milan are going to be playing against each other. Someone is bound to drop, to, to drop points. You know, th- th- there's, there's a chance there that you win that game and you kind of like sneak yourself into, you know, um, being in the top for for another match day and, and kind of like get your season started off right. I think losing this game kind of like, you know, is gonna is gonna put a, a damper on on I think the, the the early season goings for sure. And you know, I think if you can take advantage of right now being winning this game and at worst being in second place in the league, at best actually, you know, being able to finish match day four in, in first place. That that's just you know I think mentally for the team for the fans for everyone, uh, it's going to do a lot of good. Yeah, and let's not forget that uh, a couple hours after Juve Lazio kick off in Turin, guess what's going down in Milan? So uh, there is definitely a chance for Juventus to uh, to get some help in one way or another from the the two Milan teams that are that are out front atop the table to uh, to begin this season. Yeah, I think if if they if Milan and Inter, you know, get get a draw there and Juventus wins, you know, I mean, you know, goal difference, you'd have to to figure something out there. But there's a chance. There's a chance that you could finish match day four in first place. And I know it's a long, long way to go, but you know, I think that is is going to be, you know, I think it's important. I think it's important that Juventus is fighting for that from the get-go. And this is a as good chance as any. Yeah, we're not a we're not a podcast that is going to be sitting here uh, printing out T-shirts that said uh, "in first place" after the first four rounds of the season. As funny as those would be, first place in September. That's right. Make the T-shirts. <laughs> Mid September champions. That's right. Mid September right. champions. Correct. All right. Well, to wrap things up, we will uh, do as we've done for the midweek episode. Uh, who are a player or two that you guys are looking at uh, in terms of? Uh, potential difference makers against Lazio. Uh, obviously, Sam has mentioned a few. If uh, Federico Chiesa is not available to uh, play from the start, yeah, that's that's really who I'm going to go with. Is I, I think is Moise Kane, just because I get the feeling that he'll probably be the guy that ends up getting that start. And how he looks, how he's Kane also has a a bit of a uh, a bit of a nose for goal against Lazio. You know, he scored twice against them last year in the first game, including that really awesome lob over Providel's head. Yeah, that was lovely. You know, provided he starts, I'm really looking at him to see how he combines with with Vlaovic and how he makes the most of, the, of this opportunity for this would be a chance for him to really kind of put himself firmly behind the top two in the depth chart and above Milik. So I'll be very interested to see how he plays out. Yeah, I, I agree. I think Moiskin, especially because he he has looked good. I, I I've liked what we've seen so far from him in this season. I think him getting the start is gonna. Is, I, I think he he's primed for for a good performance. I'd also look at the midfield. I think that the last few games that that have gone uh, against Lazio, I think that, that there was a definite, definite, definite despair. Like the, the biggest, biggest advantage that I think Lazio had over Juve was that midfield and, and Danny you already mentioned it with Luis Alberto at the time with with SMS. Uh but I, I think I'm gonna be looking at at Manuel Locatelli specifically, who is another guy who's kind of had uh an up and down season so far. You know, he he sometimes like at times like you look at him, it's like, yeah, I, I see the center midfielder in him. Like I see what 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 he's trying to do. Like it makes sense. And then there's other times, other games in which 
which he looks completely lost and it's just a bad fit for the position. So he hasn't really found that consistency from that, you know, like center midfielder, deep playing kind of player. And, and, you know, it's a game against a team like Lazio is going to go a long, long way to show if he, if he can actually make this work or is just going to always be an, an awkward fit. So I'm looking at him for sure. I'm looking at who starts opposite uh, Rabio, whether that is Fagioli, whether that is Miretti. Miretti has been, you know, kind of like very, you know, similar to how the team has looked. That that final touch, that execution has been very, very lacking for him. He's he's finding himself in the right spots and he's doing all the right things in terms of, of you know, running and playing hard and doing all of that. But just the final touch and, and the final pass has just been very, very poor from him. The decision-making has poor has been poor. And Fagioli just looks like a guy that, you know, is coming back from injury. So I, I think right now that is arguably kind of like the, the weak spot in the lineup, you know, and in terms of who plays there, both have kind of like, I think, their weaknesses right now. So so I think, you know, whether or not that midfield is, is consistent and is good and can win that midfield battle against Lazio and can, can make that press work, as, as Sam was saying, I think that that is going to be key, the key for the match. Since Sergio took mine in terms of uh, Fagioli and Moretti, I will go, I will build out from the midfield one step further, and I will say either one of the wingback positions, because as we know, first couple of games, it was very easy to figure out who was starting there. And then Max Allegri threw us a complete curveball against Empoli. So is it going to be Philip Kostic? Again on the left, or is he going to go back to Andrea Cambiaso? And then obviously Timothy Wea or the not so wing backy who's playing as a wing back, Weston McKinney, out on the right. Obviously, if it's Cambiaso and Wea, I think we would get a pretty good idea of how Juve want to play. But then again, we saw them pretty much play smash and grab ball in the friendly against Real Madrid when it was Wea and Cambiaso out wide so what do i know but anyways i think the wing back positions will obviously be key because so much of what juve did on the positive end of things in the first couple of games or the first three games really came from Wea, came from especially cambiaso against udinese so those two spots i know it's technically four guys that is basically throwing out there but those two guys will be important as well so uh with that, we will uh, wrap things up for the midweek episode. Uh, obviously, uh, we will come back to you guys on Monday. Thank you all for listening. If you do want to follow us on social media, as I mentioned for the last episode, we have a new Twitter account while we figure out how to get our old account unlocked. Follow us on the new one at BWRAO underscore 1897. Follow us on other social media accounts follow the fans first sports network at fans first sn on twitter follow them on instagram follow them on their website uh, fansfirstsports.com if you do uh, want to subscribe feel free to do so on your favorite podcasting platform whether it is apple Podcasts, spotify or google Podcasts. if you do listen on apple Podcasts or spotify feel free to give us a five-star rating and a review we always appreciate both of those things so for sam for sergio for chucks and for producer couch this is anything saying thank you very much for listening and like i said we'll talk to you guys next monday